two years ago, on May 20th, 2020, to this day today, is the second anniversary of my son's death. I got a phone call from his best friend stating that he had found him in his apartment and he had passed. We had just recently moved to Florida and Jeff still lived in North Carolina, but his intention was to come to Florida as well um, in the next few months. Um, was life-changing moment uh, for many people, but as a mother, um, as some of you might have gone through something like this in your life, it's something you dread, would I never expect it to happen, but it did. Um, it's really hard. Um, his best friend found him, um, and his best friend found him. He was alone in his apartment. Um, we kind of we figured with going back with the dates that he was in his apartment, probably had deceased for, uh, six days ago, um, is when his best friend found him. My last conversation with my son, we had argued. And we generally talked one to two times a day, um, unless we argued. Then he may not call me for a few days. Even a week is kind of long, but you know, that's kind of the norm. As some of you have been through situations like this, it is life-changing. It's world-changing. You hope and pray that it's something that would never happen to you or couldn't happen to you. It might happen to others, but it does, and it did with me. It took me, well, I think the first week I was probably pretty much in bed. Um, I wanted to be with Jeff. Um, I hadn't reached out to him in a while. I'd left a message as I didn't hear anything back, but I had it. my first grandbaby was born five days before Jeff's death. So we were all very busy with the COVID situation and knew Jeff hadn't reached out to us, couldn't figure out why until I got that phone call. And you have a choice to make. You know, once you're over the shock, the grief, the intensity of the grief that a mother would experience. Um, I was seriously contemplating. I'd always had a close relationship with God. I felt that I really wanted to be with Him. I wanted to see, I wanted to make sure he was okay. You know, the fact that we argued the last time, the fact they laid there by himself, I wasn't exactly sure. We assumed he had a heart attack. Did he suffer? You know, I needed to know. And I was pretty content with the idea that maybe I am a very strong-willed person. I could will myself to be with him. Um, but as time passed, um, I... In the midst of my sorrow 
and pain, I ran into a book, almost ran into a book, boom, by accident, and it was called Signs. It was um, The Secret Language of the Universe by Laura Jackson. Um, I always kind of thought if I lost somebody that was really dear to me that maybe I'd read books before heard that, you know, they can at some juncture maybe come to you. I wasn't sure I believed that, but I thought if anybody would, Jeff would, and it didn't happen. And I couldn't understand that either. Um, but when I read the book Signs, The Secret Language of the Universe, one of the things that really popped out at me, she said, if you really are intent on connecting with someone that has passed to pick something that was very important to them so they can maybe show that to you. You know, again, at that time, I'm not sure I even believed in that, but I thought, well, what the heck, you know, I want to make sure my son is okay. I'm willing to do just about anything to make sure that Jeff is okay if there is such a thing like this. So Jeff had a shark on his arm, and he really enjoyed sharks. You know, his email address was Shark Man. People would call him Shark Man and things like that. So it kind of made sense to me to say, I said to him, hey, Jeff, you know, if you can hear me, you know, if, you're, if there really is another side, um, I need some signs. I need you to give me some signs. Well, that night we went to bed and my husband was reading his um, iPad and he said, oh my gosh, you know, and he handed it to me and it had a picture of a great white shark that was tagged so they could, you know, monitor its movement. And I thought, well, that's really cool, but, you know, um, that's a coincidence, of course. And they said, no, you've missed the most important part. Look at the date on top. Well, the date on top was November 22nd, which is my birthday, November 22nd. So I thought, well, wow, you know, but I think the human mind is still such that it's too weird. So, and unreal, you know, so again, can this be a coincidence? So the next morning we opened the newspaper and um, there was a new bar that opened up downtown and it had a, across the bar, it had a huge white shark hanging um, across the bar. So uh, my husband and I are looking at each other going, this just can't be. So we hopped in the car when we were able and we ran down and we took a look and took pictures of it. Uh, sure enough, you know, it was a um, great white shark. So as we were experiencing the situation with um, seeing the shark images, I finally decided to reach out to my younger son, Rob, and share with him my experiences um, And when I shared with him the few experiences that I had, um, he got very quiet and he shared with me that he had come across a photo and it was of a relative, Rob was in the middle and then his brother Jeff. And he was looking at the photo 
feeling guilty because his relative had passed, Jeff had passed, and he was still here. So he said to me, Mom, this is making, this makes sense because I have felt so guilty that I am still here, but now it makes sense because we were in Disney World and we were standing in front of Jaws. Um, our next incident was when Jeff's um, anniversary of his first death, we went, he was very sports oriented. So we went downtown Chicago, there's two cars, we did a family reunion, we finally held a memorial service in my son's house because of COVID, we couldn't really invite a lot of people. So we decided, because he was cremated, we wanted to spread his ashes while we were all there at the stadiums. Um, so we went to Wrigley Fields and then uh, two other stadiums spread his dust. But on the way down, you know, I kind of sat in the car and I said, you know, to my brother who was driving the other car, wouldn't it be nice if Jeff showed us a sign, you know, that he was with us. So on the way down, there was, and I said to Jeff, but make it big because I'm going to miss it, you know, if you make it really little. So you got to be real clear. So nothing on the way down, nothing when we were down there. And I remember on the way back thinking to myself, it's okay, honey. Um, you know, you have shown us some really amazing signs and I understand. And no more than maybe two minutes after that, my brother's honking and my husband's like, Marion, look to your left. We're stuck in Chicago traffic, of course, by rush hour. Um, we looked over to the left and the license plate said Sharky number one. And that, that to us was pretty amazing and just letting us know that he was with us. Another situation occurred when I was feeling sad and normal, you know, the sadness you go through. You, people might say, well, you know, in, in time it passes, it doesn't. The pain of it does, yes, you learn to live with it. Um, but I was feeling sad and my husband and I were driving in the car and there was a car right in front of us and it said great white construction and had a huge picture of a shark right in back of it. When our grandson turned two, he was given a gift from someone unaware of Jeff's situation. We believe it was Jeff's way of letting us know he was there for the birthday celebration. Another situation for us, going away from the, sh the shark situation, um, we, there's a band, a, a gal, a really nice singer where we live that I wanted to see. And we had kind of put off and put off. And one night we decided, why not go? So we're listening to her. And the table we had to be, happened to be sitting on, um, it had this brochure. And it said of a Reverend Dr. Robert Fahey and gave a little bio of him, you know, that he was like sensitive enough to talk to, like a spiritual advisor, I guess, you know, so if you're going through a difficult time or you're not understanding, which I wasn't, you know, of what's going on, I thought it would make sense to maybe take a little risk and reach out. Well, we finally got it together. He knew nothing about me. 
I did some research on him and we finally um, did a Zoom and um, did what they call a reading. So no more than 15 seconds into the reading, no questions asked, um, he, uh, uh, Dr. Fahey said to me, it's someone passed recently uh, that was very close to you and they have come through and it was a young man he said um i didn't say anything you know i was a little taken back and he said he's making fun of my clothes which made sense to me because um dr Fay was wearing like a three-piece suit um, and my son, one of the things we used to kind of bicker about back and forth is when he would go out to dinner with us, he would come over and his jeans would be all wrinkled because he would take his clothes right out of the dryer, not iron them or anything. And I used to say to him, Jeff, I'd say, I'm not going out with you this way. Take your pants off. I'm going to iron them. And it would take a little while, but eventually he knew that I was digging my heels and I wasn't going to go out with him with wrinkled bottom jeans like that. So that kind of made sense to me, but I wasn't quite sure, you know, and then he said, you know, he's like inviting me to lunch or he's talking about food. Jeff loved to cook. And when he, we would have like a family get together, Jeff did the barbecuing. And in his obituary, we had bought him an apron and it's a dude with the food. So that made sense. Um, my husband was with me as we're listening to this and he's kind of holding my hand because it was just, I felt the presence of my child. And there was very little doubt. I mean, as humans, there's always gonna be doubt because that's how we're made. Um, but he also went on to say that my Jeff, and I hadn't mentioned Jeff, so it, no, he didn't say Jeff. I just kind of you know, nodded my head. He said, does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. He said he's waving a spatula at me. I don't know what that means, but he's waving a spatula at me. Well, the last Christmas that Jeff was here, we bought him a one of those big spatulas to barbecue with, and it was, you know, a bull, it bulls, because he loved the bulls. And when, after Jeff died a few months, I created a treasure chest. And I put some of the things that were important to him in there, photos, uh, memorabilia from the bears and the bulls and um, the hockey team. I had that in there. And things that I could, when I was feeling really sad, kind of go through. Um, and the spatula was in there. So that was a wow factor for us. And he also said, um, Dr. Fahey said, that he was with my mom and dad. Well, he had no way of knowing that my mom and dad had passed. Um, and that made me feel a real sense of comfort. And Jeff wanted me to know, my mom and dad wanted me to know that they put this together because they know how strong-willed I am, and I needed to stop willing myself to pass. Um, they said that I had, it was not my time, and I had a lot of time left, and I needed to live it in a positive way. And my son was saying that um, through um, Dr. Fahey, that to think of it like a triangle, 
and the top of my triangle, I had turned it upside down emotionally. And he wanted me, because he said, you're a vivacious woman, and you know, you have a lot of life left. I need you, and my mom and dad said this too, we need you to turn that triangle back and bring the point up and live your life in a healthy, positive way as you have and not to try to come so desperately that Jeff is okay. So um, Dr. Faye said, you know, they're kind of pulling back right now because the message has been out. And that at the end, Jeff basically says, hey, mom. And when Jeff left our house, that was Jeff's words. He'd never be like, mushy, mushy, I love you so much, mom. You know, um, it just made sense that he would just say, hey, mom and left us at that point. Since Jeff died and I've had these experiences, I have met countless number of people who have had the same type of experiences. They have not asked for it like I did, but it has come to them. However, they're not always open in sharing their experiences um, for fear of being ridiculed, um, fear of people thinking that it's weird or they're weird or it's from Satan. But there's so many experiences like this out there. And I'm hoping that we can be a little bit more open to the possibility that there's more to life than just spending 80, 85 years on earth. Because, you know, I think 85 years on earth is nothing compared to eternity. And it's maybe a good idea to, I don't want to preach to anybody, have no intention of doing that, but just to be a little bit more open when there are losses, that there might be a little bit more to it. And when people do have stories like this to tell, that it's okay to tell it, and we need to tell it to help each other. Thank you, Jeff, for helping us open our minds to other potential opportunities of life and helping us not be such doubting Thomases. We love you, honey.